Everything's inspired by the teachings of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder of Acharya of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. I don't know how many of you have heard that song by the Temptations. It's popular in the 70s. Sunshine on a cloudy day. And we took that. So our title is Sunshine on a Cloudy Day. One winter in Utah, kind of like it's been going on for the last little bit here. It was gray, gloomy, overcast, day after day, week after week. Every morning I woke up and thought, hey, Utah is high desert. We're used to sunny days, even the winter. Surely today is going to be the day the sun breaks through. I looked out eagerly day after day after day, and nothing changed. I watched the weather report. As far as they predicted, it was only cloudiness for the foreseeable future. A 10-day weather forecast, nothing changing, no end in sight, according to the experts. It had been so long, people started wondering, when are we ever going to see the sun again? It's like England. <laughs> My wife's not here. But sometimes in life, it can be that way as well. It's cloudy in our health, cloudy in our finances, cloudy in a relationship. Day after day, just goes on and on and on and on. Doesn't look like it's ever going to change. And when it's been dark for a long time like that, I think you'll agree with me, it's easy to get discouraged and start thinking that it's always going to be this way. Nothing's ever going to change. And then one morning, I was in my office over there looking out the window. It was another gray, gloomy day, same old, same old, like it had been again and again and again. Suddenly, as I watched out of nowhere, the clouds broke open and this bright ray of sunshine came bursting through. Looked like a postcard. It was so beautiful, the sun shining through the trees, glistening on the water. It was a welcome sight, certainly, and I could feel my spirits lifting. And as I watched, all the clouds disappeared. They didn't just blow away. They went away like a fog burning off in the morning. And I heard these lyrics to this song down in my spirit. Sunshine on a cloudy day. What could make me feel this way? Of course, the original song is my girl, my girl. But I'm thinking, my God, my God, my God. Some of it might have been cloudy in your life for a long time. Those clouds of loneliness look like they'll never leave. You don't think you'll ever meet the right person. But I can tell you that Krishna has, for those who keep him first place, sunshine on a cloudy day. He's already lined up the person of your dreams. It's just a matter of time. If you stay in faith and keep a good attitude before those clouds open up. The medical report says you'll never get well. You just have to learn to live with it. That means it's cloudy in your health. Well, our message is stay encouraged. Unexpected sunshine is coming the way of those who have honored God by keeping in first place. Those clouds of struggle, clouds of lack, clouds of can't get ahead may have followed you around for years. You could easily accept mediocrity, think that you've gone as far as you can go, you've reached your limits. But I'm here to tell you, if you've honored God, get ready for sunshine 
on a cloudy day. One touch of Krishna's favor can thrust you to the next level. Right now, it could be overcast, gloomy in some areas of your life. The good news is those clouds can't stop our God. He controls the clouds. In a split second, he can cause them to open. Suddenly, you get wet. Suddenly, you meet the right person. Suddenly, you're out of debt. Don't be discouraged by the clouds. They're only temporary. It was cloudy in our life in 1981 when my wife, my Bobby, was diagnosed with terminal melanoma cancer. Those clouds came storming in. Everywhere we looked seemed dark, gloomy, depressing. The oncologist said she had two years to live. Can I tell you that people don't have the final say? Krishna or God does. God saying to you, I have sunshine on a cloudy day. Krishna saying to you today, I'm going to cause those clouds to open up. I'm going to shine down healing, shine down restoration. And that's what happened in my wife's life. Unexpectedly, the sun came out. 34 years later, she's still healthy, still whole. When it's cloudy in your health, your finances, every voice inside is going to tell you it's not going to change. You'll always be addicted. You'll always be discouraged. You'll always struggle in your career. Don't believe those lies. Krishna is saying to you, today I have sunshine on a cloudy day. It's going to be beautiful, out of the ordinary, uncommon, and it's going to happen suddenly. Suddenly those clouds are going to break open. Suddenly you're going to see rays of healing, rays of favor, rays of promotion. But we have to do our part and get into agreement with God. Start acting like it's going to happen talking like it's going to happen, thinking like it's going to happen. No more, oh, Charu, I'm not going to get well. I've had this too long. No, Krishna is restoring health back to me. The number of my days he will fulfill. No more, I'll never get any good breaks. I'll never accomplish my dreams. No, have the favor of God. Blessings are chasing me down. I'm the head and not the tail. No more, this problem's too big. I just don't see a way out. This is the end of me. No, it might be big, but our God is bigger than any problem that faces you. It may be cloudy right now, but I know a secret, that Krishna is going to send sunshine on a cloudy day. I heard a story about Cecil B. DeMille, the famous movie director. You've heard of him? While working on the movie Ben-Hur, DeMille talked to Charlton Heston, who was the star of the movie. He talked about the all-important chariot race at the end. He decided that Heston should actually learn to drive the chariot himself rather than just using a stunt double. Heston agreed to take chariot driving lessons to make the movie as authentic as possible. In case you've never done it, Learning to drive a chariot with four horses abreast is not easy. So after extensive work and practice, Heston returned to the movie set and he reported to DeMille, Cecil, I think I can drive the chariot all right, but I'm not sure at all I can win the race. <laughs> DeMille smiled slightly. He said, Heston, 
You just make sure you drive the chariot, and I'll make sure you win the race. <laughs> this is what Christians say to us all today to get us through those times of uncertainty. You just make sure you drive the chariot, keep smiling, keep in faith, have a good attitude, stay in the race, don't give up. And Krishna, he'll make sure that you win. But when you have faith in the power of God, what that's doing is parting the clouds and letting the sunshine into your life. Shake off the negativity. Quit talking about what's not working out. Turn it around. Krishna, I know that you're in control of those clouds. You're the director of this movie. You decide who's going to win the race. Instead of being discouraged by the dark clouds, our attitude should be, any moment this can change. Healing is coming. Promotion is coming. The right person is coming. Breakthroughs are coming. If you want to see the clouds open up, you have to have this faith, this excitement, this expectancy. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. I heard a story about a man at work who had a supervisor, very condescending, very hard to get along with. Nobody in the office liked the man. Supervisor had been a constant source of frustration year after year. Now, the man we're talking about was a, a young man. He could have easily been with the company another 20 or 30 years. He tried to have a good attitude. He was determined to be the best right where he was, but in the back of his mind, he had this niggling thought, this is going to be a pain to put up with this guy the rest of my life. Well, one morning, came to work. Everything seemed normal. The management called a special staff meeting. They told how the supervisor's wife, who also had a job, had been transferred to another state. And without any warning at all, the supervisor resigned and was no longer with the company. Half the staff fell on their knees, raised their arms, <laughs> shouting, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What was that? Sunshine on a cloudy day. He didn't see it coming. The forecast was cloudy. All the reports said the problem was permanent. Krishna controls the universe. He knows how to suddenly change things. He can suddenly move the wrong people out. He can suddenly open doors that you never dreamed would open. And that's why you can't just go by what you see. What you see is temporary, like weather forecasts. They're just predicting or speculating what it's going to be in the future, month after month, year after year, tending on the side of gloomy, depression, never going to change. And in the natural, there may be a lot of truth to that. But the good news is that we serve a supernatural God. On our own, we might be stuck, but we're not on our own. The creator of the universe, God, who spoke worlds into existence, has us in the palm of his hand, directing our steps. He controls the clouds. He controls the winds. He doesn't have to wait for the weather to get better to move you into your destiny. He doesn't have to wait for the medical report to improve. He doesn't have to wait for the situation to turn around. No. When it's your time, when you're going to reap the fruits of your devotion, all those days of chanting and being faithful, nothing no cloud, no force of darkness, no enemy, no resistance is going to stop our Krishna bringing healing, abundance, favor into your life. Don't get discouraged in the meantime. Don't give up. 
on what you're believing for. Just the opposite, you need to get ready. Those clouds are about to open up. The sun is about to break through. Just like I saw in that office that day. In 15 minutes, all the clouds went out of the sky, totally cleared up. And Krishna knows how to take what should have taken years to happen, make it occur in a fraction of the time. You're going to look up and say, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see my supervisor resigning that quickly. I didn't see my health improving that fast. I didn't see that new opportunity on the radar. I didn't see this favor coming. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama, Hare We read in the 10th canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam about Sudama. He'd been a childhood friend of Krishna in the ashram of Sandipani Muni. All his life had been poor. After he graduated from the Gurukul and went back home, he lived in a kingdom over which was uh, Pundraka. Pundraka was envious of Lord Vishnu, and because Sudrama always chanted and worshipped Krishna, Pundraka made sure that nobody hired Sudama as a Brahmin to perform new house ceremonies, birth ceremonies, and all. So he ended up extremely poverty-stricken. His thatched hut had holes in it through which the monsoon rain would pour. He and his wife had no food in the house. Their ribs were showing. One day, Sudama's wife suggested that he go visit his childhood friend Krishna and ask him for money. After all, Krishna was now the king of Dwarka. She argued that Krishna would surely be generous to his old friend. Sudama was happy chanting Hare Krishna, worshiping, following his devotional practices. He really didn't want to ask Krishna for anything. He was satisfied in his own life. But he decided to go anyway because he wanted once again to feast his eyes on the beautiful, dark, transcendental form of the Lord. Sudama's wife packed some food for him and a little extra, very cheap, very common poha, chip rice, to give to Lord Krishna. Sudama didn't know about giving the king of Dwarka some poha, but he tied it into his, and around his waist. And sure enough, he walked hundreds of miles. He had a visit with Krishna, wonderful visit, but he never got up the courage to ask Krishna for anything. Sudama was thinking back to himself about his visit and the reception that he'd received in Krishna's palace. He thought, how could there be any comparison between me, a poor, sinful Brahmin, and the Supreme Lord, who is the only shelter of the goddess of fortune. And yet, Krishna, considering me a Brahmin, when he heard of my arrival, he got up from his own bedstead. He came out, he embraced me, he sat me down on his bed, he washed my feet. The goddess of fortune fanned me with a chamara whisk. The Lord was so kind to me. Even though I didn't ask him for a farthing, he didn't offer anything either because he knew that if he gave me wealth or opulence, I might become puffed up, mad after material opulence and therefore forget him. My Lord is so kind. Though I was embarrassed to Dhamma's thinking in his mind to offer him this common puffed rice. After all, as the king of Dwarka, he would eat hand-prepared gourmet foods for every meal. But Krishna asked me what that little bump was around my waist we had a wrestling match. He found the puff rice, and he seemed to have enjoyed a morsel of that with great relish. Let's just think about Sudama's situation 
for a moment. He'd walked hundreds of miles. He'd seen Lord Krishna. He hadn't asked Krishna for anything. Krishna hadn't offered him anything. His situation has not changed. He's been poor his whole life. Looks like he's going to continue in poverty for the rest of his life. In spite of his friendship to Krishna, looks like he's going to continue to be persecuted by King Pandrapa. And on top of everything else, the worst thing, the most frightening thing, the scariest thing of all is, what is he going to tell his wife? What's he going to say to his wife? I didn't have the courage to ask the king of Dwarka for a few dollars. It looks cloudy for Sudama. It's not looking good for him right at the moment. And yet in all of this, Sudama is ecstatic. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Now let's just imagine, take a little bit of artistic liberty and imagine Sudama walking down the road thinking and singing. I've got so much honey, the bees envy me. I've got a sweeter song than the birds in the trees. Well, I guess you'll say, what can make me feel this way? My God, my God, my God, talking about my God. I don't need no money, fortune, or fame. I've got all the riches one man can claim. Oh, yes, I do. I guess you'll say, what can make me, Sudama, feel this way? My God, my God, talking about my God. One more verse. When it's cold outside, I got the month of May, sunshine on a cloudy day. Well, I'll guess you say, what can make me feel this way? My God, my God, talking about my God. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. This is the key. When we go around stressed out, worried, thinking it's never gonna change, what that's doing is stopping the sun, causing more clouds to roll in, more defeat, more mediocrity. You have to start letting some sunshine into your life. It doesn't start with Krishna. It starts with us. The scripture puts it this way. When darkness overtakes the righteous, light will come bursting in. Doesn't say light will trickle in. Doesn't say light will barely get there. Light will hopefully make it one day. No. Suddenly, unexpectedly, it says light will come bursting in. That means you didn't expect it. You didn't see it coming. It wasn't on the radar, but Krishna in his infinite goodness has turned everything around. Like with Sudama, it might be dark in your life right now, cloudy in some area. You don't see how you could ever get well, how you could get out of debt. Ever see that legal situation resolve? Here's the key. You are a child of the most high God. You have royal blood flowing in your veins. That means you have a promise from your father, from your creator. When it gets dark, when you could be easily discouraged, when you feel like giving up, Krishna says just the opposite you need to get ready. If you've kept him first place, light is about to burst in. Healing is about to burst in. Favor burst in. Vindication, restoration is suddenly going to show up. 
continue our story here as described in the Shuma Bhagavatam. Thinking in this way, Sudama eventually reached his home. He met an acquaintance on the outskirts of town who told him that King Pondraka had been killed. When he reached his residential street, he saw that everything had been wonderfully changed. He saw that in the place of his cottage were big palaces made of valuable stones and jewels, glittering like the sun, moon, and fire. Not only there were palaces, but at intervals there were beautifully decorated parks in which beautiful men and women were strolling. Those parks were lakes full of lotus flowers, lilies, flocks of multicolored birds. He's seen the wonderful conversion of his native place. Sudama began to think to himself, how am I seeing all these wonderful changes? Does this place belong to me or somebody else? Is this my street? Is this even my village? Am I even in the right country? How is it that everything is so wonderfully changed? And while Sudama was considering this, a beautiful group of men and women with features resembling those of the demigods, accompanied by musical chanters, approached him and they began to welcome him with auspicious songs. He saw his wife come forward beautifully dressed as if she was the goddess of fortune. As soon as she saw her husband standing before her, tears of joy fell from her eyes. Her voice became so choked up that she couldn't even address her husband. She just closed her eyes in ecstasy and with great love and affection, she bowed down and welcomed him home. When Sudama saw that his position had so dramatically changed from scarcity and poverty to more opulence than Indra, the king of heaven, he tried to figure out what would have been the cause for such a sudden change. He began to consider how it had happened. And the only thing he could figure out was that it was his old friend Krishna. He figured the only one that's able to accomplish all those things in a short period of time would be his old friend Krishna. One break, one good idea, one phone call, suddenly, unexpectedly, Krishna can change a situation that lasted for years. Now, don't believe the lies that it's never going to change. It's never going to get better. True, my marriage situation looks dead. My dreams, my financial situation looks dead. That's okay. What you think is dead, Krishna is saying to you tonight, I can still cause it to bloom. I can still breathe new life into it. If you've honored me through thick and thin, you can still become who you're created to be. You can still overcome that obstacle. You can still accomplish your dreams. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Sudama began to think, all my life I've been poverty stricken. So what could be the cause of all this sudden and great opulence? I do not find any other cause than the all-merciful glance of my friend, Lord Krishna, the chief of the Yadu dynasty. Certainly, these are gifts of Krishna's causeless mercy because he took from my hand one single morsel of chipped rice. I have become more opulent than Indra, the king of heaven. Krishna, the Lord, who is also within the heart of every living being as the Paramahama, he can understand the innermost desires of his devotees, fulfill those desires sumptuously. All these are the acts of my dark friend, Krishna. He's far more liberal than the cloud 
which can fill the great ocean with water. I am a vivid example of this. I just offered him a morsel of rice with heartfelt devotion, and in exchange, he's given me unlimited opulences. Prabhupada Guru explains in this connection, what the devotee offers the Lord is not needed by the Lord himself, for he is self-sufficient. If the devotee offers something to the Lord, it is for the devotee's own interest, because whatever the devotee offers to the Lord, Prabhupada says, comes back in quantity a million times greater than what was offered. One does not become a loser by offering to the Lord, but a gainer by millions of times. Friends, during the dark times, the cloudy times, Krishna is still on the throne. He still knows how to change things overnight. Every situation that looks impossible, every situation that you think is too far gone, still Krishna knows how to break through those dark clouds. Suddenly the relationship gets restored. Suddenly you get healthy again. Suddenly you get that break you need. Krishna is going to accelerate what you think should have taken years. What am I saying? He's got the right people lined up for you. Suddenly that supervisor moves. Suddenly King Prandraka is killed. He knows how to put you at the right place at the right time. You may think, true, my situation, I don't see how it could ever work out. Well, here's the beauty. You don't have to figure it out. All you have to do is believe. Just because you don't see a way doesn't mean that Krishna doesn't have a way. He has the solution before you had the problem. Our attitude should be, Krishna, my life is in your hands. It's a little cloudy right now. I don't see how I can accomplish my dream, but Krishna, I believe that you have sunshine coming my way on a cloudy day. I believe that you'll get me to where I'm supposed to be. The psalmist said this, weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. Now think about this. When does the day start officially? It starts at midnight, isn't it? At midnight, it's still pitch dark, but it is a new day. We'll all experience this in a week on New Year's Eve. The ball goes up and the fireworks and everybody celebrates when? It's a new day, it's a new year. 2019 was rough, 2020 was rough, 2020, 2021. We're all full of hope. We're not waiting for the light on New Year's Day. We're not waiting for the light. All we're waiting for is the clock to go past 12. And then we start celebrating the new day, isn't it? If we think, oh man, nothing's changing. It's still dark. It's not going to get better. Make this mental adjustment. Think that you've just passed midnight. Think that you've entered a new day, no matter how dark it still is. Here's the key. Don't wait to thank Krishna until you see the sunshine. Dare to thank him while it's still dark. Dare to have a good attitude while it's still cloudy. This is what faith is all about. We think, when I see it, then I'll believe it. Faith says, you have to believe it before you're going to see it. So have a new perspective. You belong to God. You are his child. Have this attitude, Krishna. You are sending sunshine into the darkness. I'm struggling with this problem, but I firmly believe deliverance is on the way. Restoration, vindication is suddenly going to show up. And when things aren't going our way, it's easy just to do the opposite. 
get all down and depressed, negative, complain. Why can't I get any good breaks? When is this ever going to change? No, turn it around. It may be dark now, but I believe, Lord, I've entered a new day. I believe I passed midnight. So I want to thank you, Lord, that joy is coming. Healing is coming. The right person is coming. Breakthroughs are coming. Lord, thank you for sunshine on a cloudy day. Now, if you believe like that, you're going to see some suddenness. Those clouds are going to open. Krishna is going to amaze you with his goodness. Krishna can help you overcome that problem. He already has it all figured out. True, I don't have the connections. That's okay. Krishna has the connections. I don't have the resources. It's okay. Krishna owns it all. You have to have the attitude that if I drive the chariot, even though I'm not the most qualified, Krishna, the director, will make sure that I win the race. It may be cloudy in your life, but I can sense in my spirit, because you honored Krishna by chanting his holy names, those clouds are about to open up. You need to get ready. You're close to a breakthrough. It's going to happen sooner than you think. You're about to see some suddenness. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Now let the unexpected sunshine burst into your life. Have this attitude of faith. Go out each day with excitement, with expectancy. Thank Krishna in advance for every difficult situation turning around. If you do this, I believe that light is about to come bursting through the dark clouds, healing, favor, promotion, breakthroughs, all those are coming your way in this life. And next life, I believe you're going to go back to home, back to God. If you receive this message, raise your hands in the air with me. And let's say together, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.